It is uh, January 21, 2022. And I am Eva and I live in Sweden. And today it's, you know, in, in, in Facebook, uh, it's, uh, you get uh, stories from the past. And today it was about a book and, uh, uh, and uh, I think I have not talked about it. So I hope I have not told you before. Uh, but uh, it was at this that uh, I was very hunted in the year 2000. Uh, the devil was on me very, very much. Uh, I had nightmares and I was married in that time and... Uh, both uh, my uh, my husband was very sensitive also so sometimes he wake me up and say it's strange things going on in the room in our bedroom and uh, one day one night he wake me up and say can you f can you feel the smell it smells so special and it was like someone was in our room and it smells like it was a rotten wood and a wet soil uh, like it can smell from the graves uh, and if you go on the graveyard it when it's wet on the ground you can smell it sometimes it was like this and and then it was like a brimstone 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 this uh, gas that can be um, so it smells uh, it was really coming from from the underground, from a really deep down grave, or more, more right said it was coming from hell, a smell. And so, and uh, it was like that uh, many nights, and uh, I have talked about uh, when I come into hell and my husband was also going into hell but he didn't he never visit hell in that time at least <laughs> I don't know today what it is with him uh, but uh, I was into hell but he was outside the hell, but we were walking in the same path, he and I. But I was allowed to see hell, but he wasn't. 
and but it was not that I, I am going to talk about. <clears throat> it was this book. It uh, I w uh, was so frightened because it was not my husband. He was like friend with the devil. And he say that he was smoking very much. And uh, in the night he would wake up and then he go out and smoke. And then when he come back, he was in a wheelchair. And when he sit, after he have coming, coming in, and he lift up his arm and wave to his own shadow. And when he took down the arm, he, he told me, then it was, the shadow still was waving at him. So he had very much contact with, with the devil. And, uh, and he was drinking very much and he took drugs also. And uh, he was not on, with me. He was not like me. I was uh, out. Yeah. When we were together, he was sitting in the bar. And uh, I was to the gym. I exercise uh, very much. And uh, so I, it was a church. It's from 1750, like that, a 400 years old church. Uh, and it was close to where we live. So I, in that time when it, I was very hunted, I uh, tried to go to the church, but I didn't know God. Uh, but I, I have been to, into the church sometimes as a child, so that's where I was going. And but I didn't know God, and I didn't know how to protect me from the devil. So I took some papers inside the church. Those papers they give to people. Like it should be some, some protection of the spirit things in the paper. And, and then I also scratch with my nail on the walls and uh, to get some of uh, the church fragments from the church to bring home but nothing helped with it and sometimes i was sitting and look at, um, at the altar in the church and it was a big picture of jesus and it was people under him, uh, like worshiping him, and and he had his arm out spread, and it says uh, under the picture that uh, let everyone 
come to me that have heavy burden that is having burden like that is it and um, and then um, uh, on, it was a Saturday and I was on my way to go in to downtown and uh, do some shopping and uh, I passed by the church and I was thinking I I I walk in there because it was open and uh, I walk in there and then I saw the the book where people can write in that they have been there and ask for prayer and like that so I took that book and I wrote down uh, that I needed help because I have the devil in my home and I need that you pray for me uh, because because of the devil inside the home like that I don't know really what I wrote but uh, something like that and then uh, I woke and that book was far down in the church it was on the side of the altar this was a Lutheran church uh, in the old style and um, and then I go to and shopping and I was away f for some hours and um, but then suddenly I heard a voice saying to me go back to the church so I uh, I have always done what the spirits are telling me it's not uh, after God come into my live life that that I uh, obey the voice. Uh, I have heard uh, heard voices and see vision since I was a child. When I was eight years old, I have very much vision and was close to God, but I didn't really understood what was going on so I walk back to the church but I was thinking that there is no not open because it's it's late in the in the Saturday late at the daytime and uh, a Lutheran church they have service on Sundays so there was no reason why it should be open if it was not wedding sometimes. But it was not wedding that day. That I know when I was inside the church and wrote in a book. But I, I, I go up to the church and, and I try the door and it was, the door was open. 
when I went in in the church and I was by myself in the church and I go to the book uh, and uh, to I be shocked when I come to the book because the book was ripped in two parts it it's very sh- thick book those books they have for people to write prayer and these things it's so many people that's coming to do it tourist as it was in very old church it was much tourist that is coming and they write in their names and so but it couldn't be a, a human it could not be a person that have done it because try to to like if we say the bible it's a thick book try to to make it uh, repeat in uh, two parts just in the middle of it uh, so that have to be very strong force that have done it in anger and um, so I write on the last page of it the book about how disappointed I was because I thought it was a person that have done it I didn't understood and uh, so I wrote me disappointed about the Christian church like that and uh, and then I I should go out from the church and and then I felt someone is looking at me and I look at the left side of me and there in the bench uh, row there was laying in a man and I feel like he know everything I do and I went went to him and look at him I was not frightened because I didn't understood so I was not frightened so I go close to him like one meter from him and look at him and he was laying with closed eyes but but even if he looked look he was sleeping it was like he looked at me and he smiled very grim very bad evil smile and I know that those close eyes was not closed but I was not frightened when I when I walk close to him and then um, after some weeks come God and I I 
took the flight to United States. And uh, there I was in three and a half years. And then uh, I come home very sick. I was in the hospital first because I was out from blood. And, uh, and then when I was okay, I go back to that city. I live in the neighbor city. I live in, not in that city that the church was. I have to go with a bus to, to that place. So I did that one day. Just in a, maybe it was in the week. It was no, not a time when the church was open, but uh, I was thinking I can at least walk around in the city and look where I have lived. Um, and then I come to the church and uh, I uh, try to open the door to the church and it was open. I could go in there and it was was empty the church I was thinking so I I sit down and now when I come back to that church I did believe in God because I have been uh, to the United States in three and a half years and come to know God and so I sit there and and uh, I was in United States, did I learn that you can only sit down if you really have the faith in God. You only sit down and wait. And it doesn't take a long time. It maybe take 15 minutes, 20 minutes like that. But suddenly it's coming a person and talk to you and uh, that was very much when I was homeless and needy that I only sit outside the church and suddenly it's coming someone that belonged to the church and I could ask them if they have they could help me so I can go and get some food to eat like that. And so I was used with that. So I was sitting and wait for someone to show up. And then they come the pastor for the church. And he, he stop, stop and look at me and says, how, how did you come in here? He said to me, it's, uh, I thought it was, the door was locked, he said to me. But that also something I, I did learn from United States, that I could go in into a door that was locked. Uh, God opened the doors that was locked. And in the United States, it was dangerous. But those um, people that saw me in the church, sitting in a closed church, 
they never called for a police or something because they thought it was very weird. It was very strange that I only sit there. So they be like paralyzed and couldn't do anything. So I was used with that. So that was no surprising for me that I could open a closed door. And and I said to him, uh, do you have those uh, guest books in in the church? I am looking for a guest book that is from two, 2000, year 2000. And the pastor, he said, no, we don't have those books. Uh, every year we send them to uh, archive and, and that's in and he say another city uh, so we don't save them we don't store them here in the inside the church he say and uh, so it was special that year uh, and and then I told him the story, and he said, "Okay, yeah, maybe we maybe have it." I go in and and look at in the office if we have it, and uh, he come out and he had that book with him. That's what happens when God is with you. And uh, everything was was very strange. So I think it's he he didn't come up with any questions about it because everything. And I think God took him also. So he didn't ask why, why, why. So uh, he say. I I can't give you that this book I can't give you this book because it we need to keep it uh, here in the church in the archive he said but I can do a copy for you so he went into the office and he did a copy of how the book looked like so I could show people that it, and it was that picture today in the Facebook, and uh, it's very special. And uh, I I started to do a recording yesterday, but it came. Other things, uh, my neighbor, neighbor children, they were screaming so very much, so I have to stop it. But uh, I can tell what happened. Uh, in my my brother, my uh, my brother that has the same parents as as me. I say that 
it was like a shadow in my home and uh, I didn't know who it was that was the shadow but it was and I say you can talk to me when I do the recording for my podcast so my brother come and he he have always been evil and he have done many evil things on me when we were teenager he wanted to be he wanted me to be his girlfriend and uh, he he took away all the boys that wanted to be together with me I was cute and the boys was running after me but my brother say something bad about me so they went away because he wanted me for himself and when he bought his first car he wanted me to to go with him in the car and but he touched me in the way that I didn't like to go with him. So in, he was very bad in the car. And uh, I wanted to go because uh, we go to places where young people were. But it was he was too bad to me. So I couldn't. And... He hunted me. He wanted always be together with me in a sexual way. So, and uh, yesterday the, he come through. I don't know if he maybe is dead or have is laying in a sick in a bed somewhere. Uh, because I don't have any contact with him since my mother died in 1990. Uh, that was the last time I saw, met him and saw him and talked to him. And, uh, and then uh, I, uh, I understood yesterday. I could forgive my brother. Because uh, my uh, uh, our parents, they were married seventeen years without any children. My mother was miscarrying many times, and uh, so they they adopted a girl. And uh, after some, after three years. My mother got the surgery, so they fixed her womb, so she could could carry a child without miscarrying. So my brother was born three years after the adopted sister, and she she manipulated him very much. She. She was real, really evil. She was the devil. My my parents bring in the devil into the family. 
and um, and uh, I and then after about three years, I was in my mother's womb. I should be born, and then my sister, she do even more that she wanted to hold back my brother and uh, talk bad. She hated me from the first time she heard that we she should get a sister, a little sister. She hated that child that was in the womb of my mother. And my mother didn't want me either. Uh, so God, he hide me. He hide me. Uh, my mother, she was 42 years old. And she thought that uh, she was on her way to lose the menstruation. It was finished to... To be pregnant, she thought. So she had no bleeding. Uh, so she told me that that she was on a party, and she was drinking much, and suddenly she threw up. And uh, when when she was throwing up, she could feel uh, me turning around in her womb. And she was to the doctor to get abortion because she had already a daughter and a son. And she was 42 years old, so she didn't want to have that baby in her womb. But the doctor told her that that's too late to be to get abortion. He said to her, because you are, it's, she, my mother was already after the fifth month. So that, that stopped it. So God, he hid me in my mother's womb. That she never, never understood that she was pregnant until, until it was too late. To do abortion and, and kill me. So my adopted sister, she, she hated me. And she decided to make my brother to be her co-workers in the evil things. So I for, forgave my brother yesterday because... He was manipulated already from day one when he he come to the the, the earth and uh, he was manipulated of a very sick the devil's daughter so I forgive him because he 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 was sick and he's sick he's sick in his brain. And uh, the devil took advance over him. So I forgive him. Uh, it doesn't matter anymore 
that he did bad things on me. Um, I'm too, too old to go and hold it against my brother. And uh, I feel sorry for, for my adopted sister. I'm not angry. I have never been angry at her. I have always felt sorry that we couldn't be sister and brothers. That they didn't want to be my friend. Didn't want to do fun together. Um, so in that way I I forgive her also. It's a... Uh, I think she was a very lonely child uh, because my brother came so fast after she was adopted and then there came the worst that I was born over also. Uh, I think she always felt uh, lower than us because my parents were so elegant, wealthy people that everyone uh, that uh, they have titles like that. Before they have child uh, they own some some uh, places to uh, selling Selling coffee and bread and these things. And my father was selling sewing machines. And he was very good in that. So they have money. And they have... They have... Uh, people say that it was like a castle. I live like in a castle. So I think my... My adoptive sister doesn't felt her comfort that she was misplaced, but that was for me also. I didn't. I felt like this is not my home. This is not my family. I'm placed in a wrong family, wrong place by God, and. And now I was placed into the devil's home. But I forgive, I forgive everyone of the, my family. It's, I have come so far when it comes to forgiveness. There is very much you don't know many times where people are coming from. There, uh, I grew up in my childhood. No one was allowed to come in into our home. We have a family secret, and that was that my father drank. He was drinking very much, so we couldn't bring in kids in our home. Uh, because he was like a pedophile also, so he was on other, our friends if we had. And uh, he was most on my sister and 
her friends because uh, she was adopted so that was easier for him to be on her than on me that was his biologic daughter so it's sad about her also so why should I hate her I have never hate her uh, even if he, she have been very bad to me I never have hated and I have never hated my brother I only have felt it so sad that we couldn't be a family we couldn't be a, bro a loving brother and sister um, so that's what happened yesterday that I forgave him so uh, I will see what's it's on its way to come through here now. Someone is it here. It looked like a man. And I don't know what they are going to talk about. But often is it that I pull... I trigger them to come by talking because this man, he looked very, very handsome, very nice looking. But it's not my father because this man is much taller than my father. But he have this clothes on that they have in late 40s. 1940 it's um it's very smart uh, clothes it's gray pants and and gray jacket on <laughs> he is like a like an artist I do <laughs> he do some dancing step for me he want to show me that he was a was an artist it's a I must say some famous person that is here I like him very much as a child. It's Fred Astaire. It's Fred Astaire. Sometimes he looks a little like uh, Lowell Hardy, like that slim one man. But they look uh, a little like the same in the face. So be happy, he say. And uh, he have some white gloves on him. He take it off though, those white gloves. <laughs> he have something in the pocket that he is on his way to take up. I wonder what it is. 
It's a it's a common thing they have in their pocket. It's a it's a watch. It's a time machine. So he looked down in in that watch, pocket watch. <laughs> and then he said, it's, the time is going so fast, he said. And then he, sw- he had a hat in his hand and he swing the hat to be put on the, like the wall. And he... He said, you don't know me. I, I, of course, I didn't know him because he was a, a star artist and uh, he lived when I was a child, but I never come to know him more than a star. So it's always serious things when you come through. <laughs> and then he turned around and I said, Who said that? Who said that? He going around and look, who said that? So but I say that's our experience of spirits that you are coming with a message for us warning learning (laughs) and you think now you do this like they often do in in the old time standing standing with a one leg up a little on the other leg and like be very slim and and take out his arms and say who who said that and but it's what what you should supposed to do They say that he was a family man, but like your father, I was the same. I was not serious in my family. It was nice picture taken with them for for the newspaper and television and this, but I was drinker like your father. I I was not a good father. Hmm. But I admire you, admire you when I was a child. But, uh, it was some of you in in those movies that I could see on television, and sometimes. I was allowed to go with my parents and look, watch uh, adult uh, movies. Uh, 
movies that I should not be allowed to go in and, and watch. But my father, he was a businessman. He could tell people, so they let me in. So I saw many of these movies that was not for children. It was not uh, porno, but it was for adult people. Uh, and uh, I love to watch you, Freddy. Mm. And now he's swinging his hat and says, uh, glad to be some useful for someone. <laughs> he say, he's, uh, he's like that, he is like that. And uh, I say to you that you don't need to perform. You are not on earth. You, you should be like uh, God wants you to be now when you are coming forward. Be, be calm and, and do what, what it is in God's will that you should do. Now he talking and now he start to talk about the star in the sky. This um, so 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 He's, he's showing me the green forest. He showed me hills and some trees. And he said that I was, I couldn't. Uh, I couldn't uh, be uh, be what I was acting of, of to be. I have to go away sometimes after I have done a movie or when I, I, I was dancing on Broadway I have to walk away to find my own spot. Now he's talking to you about it, to find your own spot. Say so that um, I have to, he's talking to you now, I have to go to my own spot to find back to myself. say that to you that you should do that 
someone need to hear this message that he have for us. He say that that he showing me it's dark and it's only he and the stars out in in the dark night and he sit there and look up at the stars and and try to find his peace and uh, talking to God and he was not much for God but he was talking out in the air you don't need to to talk to God is this to come into your own yourself to find yourself back again after a long long journey rough journey that you need to suddenly find that you need to to find back to yourself that you need to realize that this is the time today is it for you to come back to where you were if you go back you you will know where that spot were or where the time was and what happened in that time when you lost yourself some of you here it's have been in drugs and you are you want to quit you want to quit it but it's not easy when you have the world around you and I know when uh, going away in the world to uh, could have a chance to be rid of drugs it doesn't work I had a friend once um, when I was in the wild life and uh, he used to drive our car I have a big American car and uh, he he was older in that time when I was 23 he was 40 maybe and for me he, he was very old and but suddenly one day he find a, a a girl he be they start to live to live together but the sad was that she was a drinker a heavy drinker she was known in the city to drink and do some drugs also and uh, and he loved her and he wanted her best so they they move away from the city they move far away maybe 
maybe three, four hours by the car to go to that city where they moved. But the, you know that uh, that people that have been in drinking and do drugs, they can see that you have done that. Even if you are sober, even if you have going away from drugs, they can see that in the way you you act and how you talk and these things that uh, is like a invisible lunges between you and this person and uh, and uh, they, it took not long time before those uh, drinker and drugs people started to find her in the new city and he, her boyfriend was very desperate and uh, we, we come to him and visit him and uh, she was gone and we ask him what happened, what happened? You move away so far away and and they and you lost her anyway and he said that uh, he showing us that he had a gun a rifle uh, standing I had a rifle standing behind the door but the whole time if they come and and uh, wanted to take her uh, away from me and if they did something bad things in my home he said and uh, but it doesn't help because she was gone anyway one day she she left it was too much that that uh, took her away that devil wanted her back so one day she only opened the door and went away out back to her past life and uh, that's how it is that you you have to find your own space you can't be in the same same sort of place some sort of place he should not have moved to another city he he should have at least find um, a place out from the city maybe move abroad with her if he loved her so much you He's talking about this with to find your your spot, your peace in in your mind and uh, nothing disturbing around you. Uh, you need to go to the opposite of wh wh where you were when you were drinking and 
the drugs. If you want to go away, you have to understand that you are not going to be lonely. You are going to lost all your friends because they don't want to have a friend that's success. They don't want to see your success. So that's you need to to go somewhere else that's not the same sort of people are. And for me that I was drinking very much. I was on my way to be like my father, uh, a drink drinker. And uh, for me was it that I turned to sport. I started to do 10 pin bowling. I did bowling. 10 pin bowling it's called in England. In the United States is bowling. And I was good in that. And I was in a team. And I I was on training. I was busy in, in sport. And that took took away much of my drinking. So that's that's to find your your place somewhere else where you can get other people to be your friends and then what you had. <laughs> I listen and listen, he say. He sit and listen at me. And uh, you need to to go back to the past and see what was it that you loved to do? What what was it that you forget to bring with you in your future? What was it that you left behind? It's coming someone that wants to heal you. It's someone coming in here. A new spirit that is coming in here. And uh, this... First of all, this spirit wants only to hug you. He wants to hug you. So a woman also here. <laughs> it's coming many here now. Many spirits coming here and argue. So they will, if you are open mind, minded, you, we will take you to where you can stay, start over. But you have to take the first step. And the first step is to, to admit that you have problems in your life. You can't lie for yourself. You have to be the first 
is to be true to yourself. You can't be true to other people if you are not true to yourself. You, when I started to study to be in a, when I studied to be a psychology, in psychology, a PhD in psychology, that's the first we have to know that we have to analyze ourselves first because if you don't know who you are then you can't help other people they say and it's the same thing here that you can't help yourself if you don't know who you are you need first of all find yourself who are who am i what is god's plan for me what is uh, is god's will for me if you don't know it you have to take contact with god to ask him what was what is it? in your plan for me to do what what's in your will god you need to keep asking god that and one day he gonna answer you maybe not talking to you but he gonna show you a vision he gonna show you a place that now I, he, I am showing they showing me a very beautiful place but it is it needs to be taken care of so that is telling me that the, to take care be taken care of is you you need to be taken care of of you by yourself you need to to be care for your yourself care for your life you can't run after other people's want and you can't copy other people you know you need to know who you are and what was it that that you loved to do when you were a child what was your interest I say always that you should write it up in a on the paper because you see it much better if you write up those things what did I do that I was so happy to do that was my interest to do what did I before everything be, uh, started to be confusing when I left myself when I left myself go, 
I can come back. You can come back. You can come back. You can heal yourself in that way. You maybe need to travel away and look at things on in places. Look at places where you have lived before. Before you started to drink and do drugs, you need to look on that places to come back to yourself. You need to take contact with people that that you had before the drugs and drinking and you need to say that you are sorry for those people that you have hurt and many of them they come gonna say that you are loath to come back you are loath to come back home to your sister and to your brother and to your parents even if you have hurt them very much they can forgive you you don't know if they forgive you if you don't give them a chance to do it so you need to come go back that's a message for some of you that listen To find yourself by go back to that time when everything was okay and take contact with those people that you had in your life in that time, even if you have hurt them, they may be take you back and and you find your way you find your way home here on earth. So that's, I uh, thank you, Freddy, to come here. That was a good message. Thank you. Thank you for listening. And God bless you, and I hope I can help you with my podcast. Thank you. I love you, and God loves you more than me <laughs> because he knows you I don't know you but I know you as a listener that you listen here but God loves you more